Good morning. Today we hear God's word coming to us from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. Paul writes, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. In this country, we get to elect the rulers. We vote them into office. We prefer it that way. Can we imagine, though, if the political situation was completely turned around and the ruler gets to elect his citizens? In a democracy, this would never happen. It takes what's called a monarchy, I suppose. Only a king with the right kind of power could choose his citizens and make it work. Politically, of course, we would never expect a king ruling over U.S. citizens. But spiritually, you have a king who chose you to belong in his kingdom forever. Colossians 1 spells it out, this rich concept. We are told that our place in God's kingdom was determined so incredibly. First of all, it took a battle for our souls. A major rescue operation was done. An enormous debt was paid for you and me. There was a significant change in our relationship with God, initiated entirely by Him. This really is something to treasure always. Your place in God's kingdom of grace as people redeemed and rescued from the power of darkness. Does that sound a little bit ominous? power of darkness. Well, that's the way it used to be for us. None of us were born into the kingdom of God while most of us were born as U.S. citizens. All of us used to be quite the opposite in terms of citizens. We used to be enemies of God, rebels against his rule. We used to be followers of Satan, the subjects of the devil's domain, or as Paul puts it, under the power of darkness. The devil had such a firm hold on us in two ways. There was the guilt and condemnation of our sins, which we could not break, and also the unbelief in our hearts, which we could not change. Now think about that. Normally a powerful king, at least in earthly terms, would squash his enemies, at least keep them banished from the kingdom, but not the heavenly king of grace and mercy. 
He chose to rescue his enemies, you and me. And he did that at very great expense to himself. The king sent his son to take our place, to pay the debt that we owed, to cause the forgiveness of our sins, removing them from God's sight through his death on the cross. This was step one in the plan to deliver us from the power of darkness and convey us into the kingdom of Jesus. We are born U.S. citizens mostly because of immigrant ancestors. Some time ago, in the previous century, the one before that, they made a choice to come here, followed by a difficult journey to get here from a faraway place, only to start completely over with their lives once they arrived. In most instances, they were not transplanted. Well, our place in God's kingdom is the direct result of a spiritual transplanting in which God removes us from the devil's control and puts us under his own control into his kingdom. He did that in two ways. First, he broke the power of sin through the victory of Christ. Then he broke the power of unbelief through the Holy Spirit working faith in your hearts. Verse 12 describes our place in God's kingdom and its value in these words. The Father has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. So that sums up the entire package deal of our text. Verse 14 shows what we have already. Redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. Well, that forgiveness held on to by faith is, in a way, the guarantee of a future inheritance for you and me, an actual entrance into our heavenly homeland. So far we've tracked just a few differences between U.S. citizenship and our place in God's kingdom. We conclude today with one more. As U.S. citizens, we're basically home already on American soil. That's what I mean by that. As the citizens of heaven, however, you're more like a U.S. soldier stationed in a war zone, spiritually speaking, or the American ambassador serving in a foreign country. These are people with both citizenship and passports that allow them to come back here and live, but only after the person in charge has determined that their work is done someplace else. As the citizens of heaven, we have, like a passport, the forgiveness of sins that gets us through customs on Judgment Day. We hold on to that passport by faith. For now, we are stationed here on this earth to help the great cause, a peacemaking process of bringing people out of the enemy kingdom into God's kingdom. 
which of course is God's work. And that includes the need for him to work in us and through us. And so we pray. Lord Jesus, Heavenly King, preserve us from becoming traitors against you. Bring us safely home one day and give to us joyful, thankful hearts that cherish our place in your kingdom of grace. Amen. Following the hymn, there will be an announcement regarding choir. We will close by singing all stanzas of hymn 51. Hymn 51. Thank you.